Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Y'all a brew heads? Yeah, we brew heads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. Yeah. What's good, y'all? This is C Certified Brewhead. And I am Tiffany, Liquid X Happiness. Or what was that? Enthusiast, oh, Liquid Enthusiast. Oh, Liquid Enthusiast. My handle's fit. Liquid X Happiness. So there oh, you go. Wow, Listen, I haven't filmed in a while, guys. Love to see it. Love to I see know. it. Hey, make sure you drop the icon there so we everybody should. knows. I can do that. I can do that. And then this is um, Barrington on my lap, but you can't see it. You can't him. see it, he'll sit up eventually. Yeah. And welcome to uh, BOS Link Up Series or Season, whatever we call it. Uh, episode 18. We're trying to figure it out. It's been, uh, what, since. June, I so think. Yeah, it was like summer, early summer, one. right? Yeah. It is now October, um, and we're ready for Link Up Series 4. Series 4 already. It's kind of crazy. I know. It's amazing. So uh, many super exciting. incredible breweries <coughs> who continue to part with us and part with us. Part Partner with us. Totally uh, the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> Partner with us and support the mission, which is what we love. So we're super, super grateful. Genuinely. it's uh, Yeah, it's, it's been a, a great ride. The last series was fantastic. So thank you again to everyone for, for tuning into the pods and to the breweries, of course, for uh, you know the great conversations, the incredible beer, and uh, you know the, the push of the message and what we're trying to do with this. So uh, we're kicking off Series 4. Uh, we have six breweries. Uh, this time... We've diversified it just a touch more yeah. um, as far as the regions in which they're coming from. Um, but we're super excited for the first week here. So this is a brewery that I've been a fan of for a while. We've had them on the pod, so we definitely encourage you to check out the uh, the full episode there. Um, and I'm very excited to hear the story about the beer and uh, to really get into it with them. So guys, please welcome Cam from Willabold in the building. <laughs> Sir, Hi. welcome. Thanks for having me. Always thank a pleasure, my man. On. Great to see your face. Um, you're a legend, and uh, thank you first and foremost for being a part of Link Up and kicking off Series Four. Uh, it's an honor. We're like I said, love you guys, love everything you're doing. I'm pretty sure you guys were like the first to sign on for Series Four, so we're um, we're super excited, man. So thank you so much. Yeah, no, our pleasure. And why were we first? Did we draw short straw or did no one else? You responded last. <laughs> it's like you responded last. You responded last. <laughs> the way we do it, we put like, I know, right? It's all about who gets it. This, gotta, get, this, gotta keep those notifications this was on, the, you know? To be fair to you though, this was the, exactly, the notifications. This was by far the fastest any of any series. Like normally, you I would even have to do like a nudge. Hey guys, uh, you know, whoever wants to think, you know, maybe one brewery would do it, um, you know, and it would be, pretty easy for everyone to sort of get in there but this series people just went boom it was it was very funny yeah. so you know you weren't necessarily slow as much as everyone else was. yeah <laughs> no I, I don't doubt it. i have serious email fatigue these days i don't know if it's just the pandemic I feel it's just, you. Like, feels so daunting to see the number tick up so don't take it personally if we didn't respond quickly it's I'm, just, I'm right with you trust me my my inbox scares the shit out of me <laughs> yeah we need a we need another solution to this email business eh? no emails no emails don't send them <laughs> just don't send them. Just, Forget about it. Actually, just calling like, people up. Actually, never mind. I realized spot, I was actually that's worse. I was like, that's actually yeah, worse. Like, so that's significantly mind. worse. I know. You're like, I've oh, got something for you. Can I talk to you about something? Like, oh, um, I don't want to do that. <laughs> sorry to call you during dinner. Yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, um, first of all, Cam, we're going to get into the beer um, that you guys produce right here. I'll see if I can put that right up to the screen. Oh, we might not do it because there's two of us here today. Let's see if we can get it up. Come on, you got this. Come on. Nope. Oh, Tiff can uh, tappy, tappy, tap it. There we go, right there. This is a phenomenal label, man. 
I yeah, knew you guys cool. would come with something really interesting. It is uh, it ingrained is into your brand yeah. to have fire labels. Um, do you want to talk? Let's talk about the BFS informants. Tell us what you did, yeah. where it came from, what the vibes is. Well, I'm going to open mine first because I feel it's only uh, fair to talk about the beer while it's in my glass. Yeah, so. absolutely. Ooh, look at that color. Glorious. Can we take you? We're going to be doing the usual taking all the photos. I forgot to warn yeah, you beforehand, but I figured you would uh, remember. All good. It's all about that content. So, yes, sir. Beer wise. Yes. Yeah. So, we <clears throat> we kind of talked about it a little bit and we were trying to figure out what might be a good fit. And we do a lot of IPAs, as you know, at the farm. Yep. Um, and so we wanted to do a style that we don't typically dive into. We do some sours, we've done acid trip um, and a few yes. others, but we don't dive into it a ton. So when Joe and I were kind of kicking around the can of what might be interesting, we thought doing something fruity would be cool because we just don't work with fruit as much as a lot of other breweries do. Mm -hmm. So in terms of doing a style that we don't do every day, along with a um, you know beer collaboration opportunity we don't get every day we thought it was fitting to do something a little bit outside the norm and this is kind of what we landed on which is a five percent gosa with mango apricot and peach um yeah and it kind of just looks and drinks like pure juice seriously i'm looking at as you're saying the uh, fruit it could be it looks like the juice from any uh any one of those fruits I don't know if you can really tell in the yeah. – it kind of looks like haze probably on the camera, but in person it definitely has got that like – I don't know. It's almost like the, the word comes to mind is like pulpy, but it's not. Like it just looks like – Yeah, like know, I kind of – it kind of looks like mango, like like nectar. Nectar, yes. Like that's the word. Yes, kind 100%. Of yeah. And I think it. we fell in love with that term last time when we were talking about hop nectar and the triple. So I, yes. I thought it was a good parallel throughout. Look at that. <laughs> Bringing it yeah. back, guys. Make sure you check out that episode. That was super fun. Man, I got lit. I drank all those beers that episode. I, like, I was lit, bro. Particularly because we had a triple. <laughs> good times. Um, okay, amazing. So, first of all, you uh, let's cheers that out. Cam? Cheers to you, Cam. Pleasure. Cheers. Get that cheers in you. Cheers to you guys. Ooh, sorry, Gorgeous! Oh, that's awesome, man! It's it's a it's super. Uh, I'm gonna do that quick review. It's super summary. The going for a beer like this, being that it's coming into the first week of November when it's released. What was the thinking behind that? Was it more sort of like hang on to those remnants of summer for dear life? <laughs> yeah, I think it was a mix of kind of again doing a style that we don't do every day for a collaboration opportunity we don't get every day. Mm -hmm. um, it was partially that. And then again, partially hanging on to the cold weather or trying to fight the cold weather rather. I think I write about that a lot in our Instagram posts too. It's Love like, it. oh, we're going to squeeze the last bit of summer out of this, a little bit of warm weather, yada, yada, yada. And I feel like this beer is kind of a nod to that. Just, you know, Ooh. being, I feel like a farm brewery, farm distillery seasons, you live and die by the seasons. So uh, yeah, we're trying to squeeze our last little bit out. We can for sure. <laughs> I love that, bro. I love it. I yeah. love it. Um, the volumes of the mango, apricot, and peach is it pretty much like equal, or it's sort of um, no more it? mango, more mango than anything, okay. uh, followed awesome. up by peach and apricot. Yeah. Okay. I guess that would or, sorry, the, way that, the way that they're listed on the can is the like decreasing quantities. So we have the Ooh, most mango, then apricot, then peach. Okay. Um, they work well together. These three like 
stone fruits, I guess they'd all be considered. It's um I definitely say it's mango yeah, forward for sure. Yeah. Um for sure. The this is my first beer of the night, so I always I wonder if, am I detecting some sort of it's not bitterness, but there's some maybe it's like a zesty a little bit. A touch of bitterness? No, it's, that a, no, it it's, a, it's a little bit of bitterness. Um, just like a slight bit of hop to give it, round it out a bit. I find sometimes, especially with fruited beers, I, like we are big on not making things too, too sweet. Um, even in kind of like our big doubles, triples, all that. So we try and balance it wherever we can. I know some people just prefer the sugar bombs. Which I totally get it. We like to have things a bit drier. Um, so that. knowing that we're going to put a bunch of fruit in, knowing that we're going to put salt in, kind of like the link up to those flavors, the salt, bitter, sweet. Link up. Kind of just rounding out nicely. Yeah. I like what you did there with the link up part. That, that, that word. I don't think you, you didn't even notice. It. You didn't even notice. You just threw it in there. You didn't. Yeah, realize. you didn't. You didn't notice the. Uh, no, no. You said you're like stuff. we linked up all the things together. Oh shit! Right yeah. now, look. <laughs> don't even know. Look I at love that. It. Um, that's awesome, and I really love what you said about not not things not being too sweet, and that's really more my vibe yeah. too. Like keep things that are drier. So, mm -hmm. um, love that. Yeah, if this was overly sweet, it probably would be a little too much. I think it's it's just great, and you can you can detect all of the fruits mm -hmm. whilst that sort of salinity i think also contributes to bringing it down plus the hot bitterness in that yeah um yeah totally and i mean like it's the thing is too like mango is super sweet apricot is super sweet peach can be super sweet so it's kind of a balance like we it is a sour so we do have like lacto in there and it is about one gram per liter salt so there is a fair amount of salt in there okay. um not too much but again just enough to kind of balance the flavor profile so I don't know. Like I find like all of our sours tend to be almost like barely sours, which I'm not going to lie. We kind of like it like that. I, like that I mean, too. don't get me wrong. I, I love like Cascade and some of that stuff. And yeah. it definitely has a place. It's just not what I would typically want to drink. And I think with this, I could have two of these, uh, Easily. three of these. 100%. Um, and that was kind of the goal too, is have something like you're going to buy a four pack of tall boys of Bugosa. It better be freaking crushable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right. I think the mango health is helping that a lot too because with the mango sometimes you have them they're ripe and super sweet but this just reminds me when you have the mango that's like you still get a little bit of that like tartness-ish to it or something or a little bit sometimes mangoes actually people put salt on mangoes I don't know yeah I was thinking that in Jamaica we do that sometimes yeah. so like it also <clears> it's pretty it's that. pretty delicious like yeah. mango and salt is pretty yeah rad. so um yeah. it's pretty it gives me kind of even that type of thing so you get mm. like this nice balance what is the there. salt on the mango do you just pulls so you know, back so you the get sweetness the, probably yeah and it adds like this Mm. Like, like zing. I love salt though. I was like, you yeah, are salty. Sweet, yeah. salty. sweet and salty. Yeah, sweet like, and salty is the best combo. Talker for that. Yeah, it's yeah. the best yeah. combo of life. So yeah, yeah. I really good. It. Great, great beer, man. Great, um, super interesting way to kick this off as well. Um, first goes up of link up. I think we've probably only had one other sour. I think that was the last series. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, this is this is this is perfect way to do it. And then as you mentioned before, the label. We've said this on here. You did send this to us like la this week or last week, and then it was mm -hmm. sort of like ready to go. But what we kind of love about this is we don't like you know we didn't have anything to do at all with the product. I didn't know it was a gozer until you sent the label through. Hadn't seen the label. That this is kind of part of the fun. Like if we did a BOS Willabow collab, we would figure all this stuff out together. But for this, it's sort of like you guys interpret what you think is relevant for the collaboration. And then deliver it, and it's like 
I, I would probably say it's been more fun even than figuring, for sure. It's like a surprise every beers. time. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just people really get creative. So you know, you guys got here the the ring pulls, which obviously looks like a link uh, from a can, and they're all kind of uh, linked up together. Um, and to- the arrows and the arrows on so the other side. It's like links and the ups happening there. I love it. It's so like, cool. I feel like we just kind of took you took the question from you, but Sorry, <laughs> see if you could add it. Describe the label and what inspired. Describe the label. Yeah, no, it's, you know, a lot of credit to our designer on this one, Tim Ewell. So I, I kind of approached him and I said, you know, I don't want to do anything too wild. I want it to be relatively to the point. Um, and I had some ideas of doing like there's a, a tattoo artist in Montreal that I really love. And he does a lot of different like chains. Um, and so I just sent him that as like inspiration. He was just sitting there having a beer one night and he's like, oh, what if we made the, the tabs, the chain? And he kind of ran with that and um, he killed it. So, I mean, Fine. kudos to him because he really brought the, the label together. So, yeah, that's, no, that's awesome. Who's the Montreal guy? Tattoo artist. Uh, yeah, his, his name is uh, Evan Affeld. He okay. ran a shop called, um, oh man, what did it? I mean, my French is terrible, but it used to be Le Mousseli and then it was, can't remember what it's called now. Okay. Ooh. something grill anyways in mile end oh, yeah. it's a great spot he's great but yeah. Interesting. well we used to live in oh, mile end yeah, just so really i thought i might know it uh, i never got a tattoo in montreal i got everything in australia yeah. or here idiot look at that 10 years you missed, messed up. Up. You, you missed out like well i guess it depends on your style i like more That's of that kind of like american traditional style and there are some of the best artists in canada there in, in montreal for that Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why it just is. So right. I'm always jealous of people that live there. I'm like, man, I would be covered. <laughs> if that was the case. That's a good point. Most of the places that I saw kind of had that vibe. I like the realism kind of only do black and gray, um, type of thing. And I want like my guy in Australia is like my, I've known him since he was 12. So I'd rather go see him. I just haven't been there in a while for obvious reasons and not super keen on that whole flight back right now. So I'm yeah, definitely. <laughs> Might have to try and find someone local, but that's good to know about Montreal that they did have a style. That could explain why I just, I feel like I never connect, I always looked and I feel like I never connected with anyone's Instagram, you know, enough to be like, I'm going to give them a shout out type of thing, but mm. good to know. And we, we digress. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. That's it's sick, important. bro. It's important. It is important. Yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> hey, it's a podcast, right? We, we ramble. Um, this is why Tiff's here. Keep shit in life. So this is this is fire, man. I, I love the whole package. I really love what you've done. You know, even with the color, with the yellow, which is the link up color, also matching yeah. the color of the beer. Uh, very thoughtful. Um, once again, not one brewery has let us down in this no. whole uh, entire thing. So thank you. This is this is fantastic, man. I, I love to see it. Yeah. So the first question, obviously, as we always do on the link up pods, is I'm curious to sort of know what about the link up mission was attractive for willable to to get involved yeah uh and to be honest like the answer that's pretty easy i think if you look at canada ontario it's a very multicultural country population and i think it's pretty clear that the beer industry doesn't reflect that um and so i think causes that work towards making uh you know, our culture reflect the culture that we live in every day and the society we live in every day is, is an important thing. Um, yeah. And that's, that's, that's kind of the reason I think that 
you need to have that all be in line or else things start to get really sad and upsetting and become scary places, you know, when people start to get isolated and segregated and I just don't think it's great for anyone. So mm-hmm. never thought of it that way as far as segregating. Cause it's yeah. it, on the outside looking in, it can, it can kind of look like, like that. Like it's almost yeah. intentional to like, particularly in Canada. As opposed to the states, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, and, and I think a lot of it. It's not intentional. I think it just like yeah. it's this, these subconscious decisions that end up leading something in a direction <coughs> where I don't think necessarily it's always intentional, but ends up not looking great. Yeah, and not ending great. It's so yeah. There's so many reasons, and I agree that it's really not intentional a lot of the time. But it could be like you know beer is popular to one demographic and then that demographic kept hanging you know their friends start the brewery together and then they hire their friends their family works and then more of their people just yeah and that's kind of it's like where it starts right and i guess uh i guess that's why we're here is the goal is to kind of there's two angles like two approaches to take and one is like you know you market to the drinkers and you know get diverse drinkers in and then our goal was like okay let's market to people who could work in the industry so that way they also bring drinkers in too so like let's take it you know from the inside infiltrate from the inside it's basically what we're aiming to do yeah exactly absolutely yeah i'll actually i'll mention this quickly now and I'm, this will kind of lead into my next question so something that link up did recently we haven't sort of officially launched it publicly yet by the time this comes out, it probably will be, but we did a collaboration with the CCBA and um, we put together a, a, a downloadable PDF for breweries specifically. I mean, anyone can use it, but specifically for breweries that helps make job ads more inclusive and appealing, like so that appealing to a wider uh, community so that we unintentionally would use language that might be exclusive as far as like make people feel like Mm-hmm. This isn't for me. Yeah. So we put this little downloadable together that we're going to have up on our website. It's going to be up on their website too, um, which it might even be right now. And um, that'll help breweries, you know, have some guidance. Maybe you, you can you can rewrite a couple of lines on the job ad, and that could change the whole talent pool that you're attracting. Um, so we'll definitely let we'll start putting that in the description as soon as it's out. So for you guys, for Willowbold. Being that you're in Air, Ontario, which we drove, funnily enough, we drove past it when picking up this little guy because he was in Bright. When I, for people on the audio, I'm referring to Barrington, the puppy. Um, he was in Bright, Ontario, so we had to go down the 401. You keep going. I saw the sign. I was like, oh shit, like fucking Cam and Joe. Um, <laughs> it's, it's as you described it. It's a you know you're on a farm. What's the talent pool typically like when you guys? pop out job ads and stuff like who are you what type of folks are you getting is it pretty is it the obvious are, are there any surprises um i would say that just i think it to start it was pretty obvious i think you know north dumfries specifically where air is located okay um i, I don't know the population but air itself is about five thousand people historically a rural farming community predominantly white Right. Um, So you can imagine when we're starting out, that's typically the type of employees that just kind of came naturally because also, too, we have no reach. We're a new brand. The only people that really know us are the people in the town. Um, So that's really the only direct talent pool. Now, as time has gone on and our products have gotten out there and the following has diversified, so as our 
staff base, which mm. is great. Cool. Um, because I think it's also better reflecting, again, the clientele that's coming in. You know, like early days, was it just a bunch of, you know, the very first day, you know, you have a guy, a farmer in white coveralls drinking out of a coupe glass. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, this is kind of cool for a minute. But like as time goes on and the brand grows, you know, you have a much more diverse offering. And I think like having people that work for your brand that um, are kind of diverse in the same way that, again, our communities are is important. Yeah. And I think as Cambridge, Kitchener, Waterloo, and specifically Air and North Dumfries becomes more diverse, we've definitely seen the staff um base at willable change significantly which is awesome that's great forward momentum is key did you notice a correlation between the staff diversifying and then the drinking community diversifying arguably because the staff are maybe introducing their friends and family to the products and say hey come see me at work i'm at this this dope spot that's a distillery and brewery then they'll bring their friends in Everyone loves to drink. It's just that, well, not everyone, but a lot of people love to drink. Every single community basically participates. And then people come in like, oh, wow, this is dope. And then it kind of goes from there. Have you seen any sort of like anything you can pinpoint to be like that new hire resulted in these regulars that I see now? Um, I don't know if it's necessarily a new hire. I would say it's more so just based off of the market mar uh, markets that we've started to enter. Hmm. So... I, again, starting as a small brand, limited production, we're, we're selling relatively close as we expand, especially to the GTA, you know, and the GTA being like the melting pot of the, the melting pot, mm -hmm. um, you know, the people coming out are just so much more diverse because mm -hmm. you're now touching just such a diverse city that it's naturally going to fall into hands of people from all sorts of backgrounds, yeah. um, which is great. And so that's really, I think, been the bigger driver of change or the biggest driver of change rather than the staff directly changing and then having the customer base follow suit. Hmm. That's great insight. Yeah. I like that. I mean, that makes sense. With the expansion, yeah, that would make sense. So it's not really like that your area in particular is getting more diverse. It's just as the brand gets bigger. People are attracted. More people are attracted. Um, well, but it's, it's both. I just think that like in air, again, it's, it's, it's such a small town, I think that, and there's so few new homes being built and there's not mm. a ton of people um, migrating Coming out of the out. town and moving elsewhere that okay. you also don't, like it's really relying on how many new homes can be built, generally speaking, for okay. the town to diversify for the most part. Because a lot of mm. people that come here and move to air are multi-generational. Mm. So interesting. Yeah. Or end I, up being <clears throat> multi-generational. So yeah. right, they stick around. I wonder if I guess probably the, the last two years, you know, a lot of people moving from cities and moving outwards, uh, you know, which which pushed up housing prices in all like Prince Edward County went through the roof and, and places like that. I imagine they would probably be played a bit of a part of it and hopefully in, in a good way, like people leaving the cities and then coming to diversify the areas and who wouldn't typically be there that you can get an affordable property with a great life and everything they need close by and everything mm -hmm. that's quiet. I think that's space. Yeah. So that could be a part of it too, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. It, what I also Definitely. love about breweries though, is that they bring people to the areas who wouldn't generally go there too. Like there's so many places that we've been to that we would have, even when it comes to like Vermont and like, oh, yeah. or small Hamilton, literally we moved to Hamilton 
because collective arts, merit, all these guys had events, well, guys and gals, and had events, and you know, we started coming here more often. And then all of a sudden, we're like, hey, that place is pretty dope. Like, let's let's move here. Like, it literally can bring different people, like, yeah, to to the town or to the place, which I think is super cool. Which, which uh, is huge because like yeah. we we have like five thousand people that live in air okay which is crazy. we are on pace <laughs> to bring out about thirty five thousand people visiting the farm this year wow wow that's you're crazy. literally that's so, you're seven xing the freaking population of yeah, air. that the, is the population of air so there's literally so many most of the people that are coming here have never like would never come to air otherwise yeah i love mm. that so much that's like really what so. tourism board should just give money to breweries really yeah i feel like it's like, underrated as far as the yeah. wider understanding of marketing and stuff is concerned yeah of but, like what it impacts these places yeah only because there are certain people who will travel they will travel for beer like not everything gets traveled for like True. like it's rare i don't think like that many people go to travel i know we're completely off the tangent but like okay. say like if you were going to go to a restaurant i don't know if so many people go out of their way and are going to travel to like some serious two hours, serious, to, go to, two hours to go to a restaurant but they'll do it for beer like you know like yeah. that happens like we so see it even like they won't they won't even do it with gin because like yeah. we have like two product brands side by side yeah you know you, you do not we do not get people driving for the spear program like they do the beer program interesting what about the so. seltzers because i feel like the seltzers has probably been a really big mover for you guys yeah definitely but i still don't think people I travel think- for seltzer that's true. That's the thing. No, like, it's just traveling for beer. How many can yeah. I crush in a night type of thing? Yeah. You know, it's not like uh, I'm going to drive an hour yeah. for it. Yeah, it's like for the hundred calories. Yeah, 100%. No, that makes sense. Um, and you're <laughs> yeah. right because like I'm a huge gin drinker, love gin, but I don't really like go out of my way. Like if I know I'm going to a region, I'll look for distilleries in that region, but it's not like the number one thing that brings me out you know so it's, it's interesting mm. i think yeah yeah i think it's actually very cool what beer does and it should probably be yeah get more marketing dollars from cities and like towns and things like yeah. that to be like hey please like keep doing what you're doing because it's pretty incredible mm. yeah yeah that's it that's which really also helps point. diversity so there you go i'm tied it back i say it's all you know because you have diverse around. people come from toronto potentially you know to come check you guys out because so, they wouldn't have oh, come absolutely. otherwise yeah. to even consider yeah exactly. almost everywhere we've gone yeah, basically. To, since we were together, was had something to do with beer. Actually, Which yeah, I did like, the beer thing before we got together. So then yeah. we've been together eleven and a half years, and I started the beer like three months before we got we yeah. we met or we got together. So then everywhere as a couple, we decided on where we're going because I'm like, ah, oh, there's a bunch of breweries there. Let's go here. Yeah. And a lot of these times, there were smaller places that we never would have otherwise. You mentioned Vermont. We never yeah. would have visited Vermont. And Vermont's I don't amazing. think so. Even Vermont's if it's right there, so we probably would never have gone. No, I would have never gone to Colorado. What else would, would we have never been for? on my map. I don't care map. about like, so, hiking and shit. Like. Yeah. Yeah, it's like mountain shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's lit. Mountain and activities and shit. When you're there, it's like, oh, man, this is so beautiful. But like, yeah. you wouldn't have experienced it if it wasn't for beer. So it really shows how important it is. Yeah. And on top of that, like you said, the diversifying thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, and, I lo- and I think yeah. with that, it just goes to show that, the, that how much power beers have or breweries have on communities. And I think yes. that's why initiatives like this are so important because if you can be a welcoming, warm space that accommodates – everyone i think you're creating better communities as a result 100 percent. you know yeah 100 percent. and the more diverse because we are like breweries tend to be pillars in communities you see entire u.s towns rebuilt downtowns based off of a brewery settling there 
performing well, other businesses opening around, all of a sudden you have a main street back in an area that was wiped out when Walmart moved in, you know, or whatever. Yeah. And so I think, you know, it's a power when wielded well Mm -hmm. is a very constructive and and positive thing for the community. Yeah. No, definitely agree. Um, And speaking of community, um, is there anything else that you've done that you're like proud of? You know, we have link up, but is there anything else that you all do? I'd be curious to know like why you all, well, technically you answer why you all do it, but yeah, is there anything else you're, you've done that you're super proud of or that people should just know about and make sure that they buy those beers too to, to support? Yeah, definitely. So um, we started this year um, the Wilbald Community Fund. So, oh, wow. Okay. So you have a full, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so we started this back in the spring. The idea was, again, we, our business was really built on word of mouth and a lot of it has been built off of our, the back of our local community and we, that's not lost on us. And Mm -hmm. I think this year coming out of the pandemic, uh, we finally felt like we were in a position where we should be giving back. And um, so we are, and we created the Willowball Community Fund as a vehicle to do that. So essentially what it is, is um, a group of efforts based around raising funds for a charity for a year. So this year we picked uh, Kidsport, um, which is a national um, charity, but they have a local branch and essentially uh, we raise money for them so that kids have the opportunity, underprivileged kids have the opportunity to join organized sports. Sports were a big part of uh, us growing up. And so, you know, we learned a lot of lessons, leadership, how to work as a team, all those types of like life lessons you learn from organized sports, you know, help form who we are. And we want to make sure that, you know, everyone who lands in KW has the opportunity to do that. So that was the charity we chose this year. Um, We did some beer sales for that. We collected empties for that. We started a charity race, a uh, cross country race at the farm, a 10 K cross country race uh, called the pasture dash that we're going to be doing every year now to raise, raise some money. And yeah. So the idea is again, just spreading around the community. So next year we're kind of, we're kind of already looking at charities for next year. So, mm-hmm. um, but we're trying to keep it local and, trying to help build up our local community as best we can, because, you know, it is our backyard. And if you don't take care of your backyard, then, you know, you're going to be left with nothing at the end of the day. So that's dope. Yeah. That's really, really cool. That just shows like how intentional you guys are being and just that, like, it's really part of your blood. It's not like these one-off things that happen. It's like actually baked into your culture, which is very cool. Yeah. 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 I mean, we also grew up in a rural community. Like, you grew up in a rural community. I grew up on a farm, you know, mm-hmm. like my, the guy up the road, like his combine needed fixing. So, you know, he comes in and, and my grandfather helps him rebuild. What was that term? And that, what is it? What did you say? His what? A, co- a, a, a combine. So like what you <coughs> use to harvest like corn and wheat. Okay. Uh, right. Like has a thing that's spin on the front and like okay. pulls it all in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at that. I learned um, something new. All right. You city slickers, <laughs> eh? Um, so, <laughs> We're the worst. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, but like, you know, you, you have a tractor that needs fixed. So you go over to your neighbor, he's got the tools, and, and you guys work on it together. And that's what it's yeah. all about. And so that whole rural community taking care of each other thing is very important to us and very much in our DNA and our upbringing. And so um, we've tried to incorporate that and instill that into the brand as well. That's great, man. I love that. I mean, I feel like when we when we chatted about it, um, 
it was a it seemed to make sense straight away like you guys didn't even sort of hesitate you're like yeah from the beginning but we didn't have to really tell you much about it mm-hmm. so it was pretty clear it felt like it were, there was already like a, a real good synergy between like a mission of something like this and and what you guys are about so love to see that i find that it's pretty much a, a consistent thing people you know the breweries that get involved in something like this already have that in their ethos and in sort of you know who they are their dna like you're saying yeah um it's very dope man the whole community thing is is super key i love that um amazing okay sick so then this specific beer if people want to get this one is this one being distributed as well is this one going to the the stores and around um that you normally would send beers out to? Yep. Yeah. So it's going to be on farm online. We're doing local delivery, local being GTA, Hamilton, Brantford, blah, blah, blah. That kind of like Southwestern Ontario pocket, essentially within an hour of the GTA. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're doing our classic delivery to that. And then we also have all of our normal licensees. So, you know, your restaurants, um, Sweet. your bottle shops all the normal characters who would carry our product and wave the willow ball flag will have this too so nice are you guys in um durand yeah here? there was i picked up today yeah. and there was like a whole butt that was like four or five boxes there's a new seltzers um yeah you're on top of that eh? yeah i don't mess around <laughs> yeah, shout, shout out to durand they're awesome yeah they're incredible um, they're really great yeah. yeah chris is um has done like the best before we moved here, he's actually, I'm going to give him shout outs. He helped us pick neighborhoods. We didn't know Jack about Hamilton. So he was like, we got the map out. He's like, all right, this is what this is. And broke down all the areas. You need to go check that out, check that. So we just kind of like followed his instructions and we're able to make enough of the decision of the areas that we wanted to live in. Yeah. All because of him. And mm-hmm. we discovered because we knew the cafe. Then I was like, oh, they got a bottle shop. I always forget that it's a thing here. And it's the most fire fridge I've ever seen in my in my life. It's insane. <laughs> like it's got all the anything you want as far as like the the best. In my opinion, and I imagine his too. The best quality breweries in the province. Um, there and every style, everything. It's it's incredible. It really mm-hmm. is. I love it. Yeah, I love seeing fun. that. I love seeing that. It's very very cool. And it's um, it's cool that he has a relationship with all the with all the brewery. Like he knows you guys like really well. It's very cool. Very impressive. Um. Was there anything else we wanted to touch on? Because I feel like we got to the, the community stuff to me was really what I wanted the to get in. Key. Yeah. yeah the and I feel like that was like a really large takeaway here though. Yeah. For people that like, you know, and hopefully we have other, you know, people from, you know, from the cities or towns from when I say that, like working for them, like the, the government employees working there and seeing the impact and just hearing that sort of, that's a pretty quantitative thing i would imagine yeah that it's a direct correlation between you know you you knew numbers of how many people are going to come through the door that's yeah, which is sick. pretty pretty damn cool man. yeah um you're able to correlate that directly with you know knowing that your, your beers are going out further therefore the interest comes in and then that has essentially contributed to the diversification of, of your um both your staff and your consumer base which is really the whole point because even if we don't always get i mean a lot of that for link up what we want is to get people working in the industry because yeah. that's pretty important. But at the same token, yeah. I think a, a new drinker that hasn't discovered craft beer before, particularly from a community that you know, didn't know that it was a thing. Yeah. And then they taste it and like, wow, this is so much better than the bullshit I've been buying for, for all these years. Which happened to me, yeah. Which happened to yeah. you? Happened to me? Happened to yeah. you? Yeah, that's <laughs> happened to all of us. You're like, what the it, that, fuck? That's the journey drinking? of all of us. Yeah, you're sure. like, what the? What is this? You're like, there's so much flavor. What's going yeah. on? um yeah 
Well, I will that, say this though. Yeah, that being please. said, I do like still have a soft spot for Labat Fifty. So <laughs> you and everybody forward, else, that's totally fine. I totally no. accept responsibility. You and for everybody that, else. But... I'm I'm not that mad at Labat Fifty, but it's hilarious to me, like how much people really like that's that's their love, especially yeah, in Quebec, like totally. Montreal. Like Bro, that was like their number one beer. We did these videos on just on Instagram and TikTok, but it was just a, a joke video called like we did a series like how not to pour a beer. Yeah, and it was just showing different ways. You know, you just like aggressively pour it in and then it overflows dirty glass just really silly things we because we live you know montreal 50 is really easy to get it was like three bucks for like a 750 mil can of it so like ah sick we could use this for a bunch of videos because it's like three (laughs) dollars fifty and then just pour the beer back in and then pour it again yeah and it was just better to waste that than other beers that we had (laughs) yeah and people got so mad. And you know where Craig messed up or C you, certified brewhead messed up? Thank you. You know where he messed up is because we did that video where they were like, if you, someone offers you a mackerel beer and you you were like, no, I'm not gonna have that it was like a skit and you were kinda like, I'll rather take water or I'll deny it. And everybody's like, You fucking denying Labat fifty and oh, yeah. like you loser, you <laughs> But they were mad you about the 50. you both yeah, they were so and mad. Then they about were the 50. mad about pouring it with the 50 in the background because yeah. sometimes you could see well you're seeing the pour right so you're seeing that's the can. so good i love so, that. so you're not the only one passionate yeah i've passionate never experienced fans. i'm like why are you watching this <laughs> if you're like if you're that much of a 50 fan you're a craft beer you're a brewery owner who likes 50 i don't think that's weird but if you're a 50 drinker almost exclusively based on how passionate these motherfuckers are <laughs> and had you know and really spent the time to go and yell at me on TikTok or Instagram comments. I thought that was an interesting social experiment. So, yeah. well, so if you did that about High Life, people would probably think it's funny because like people love High Life, but I think they do it because it's kind of just like in right now. And you could probably interchange that with a beer with an equally cool label, and people would move. But there's something about Fifty where people actually hold it near and dear like Very i would fight so. someone over 50 i wouldn't fight someone over high life <laughs> you would fight someone over 50 does using the does using 50 Basically in those Cam videos offend you, you at all the, the comments yeah. <laughs> was, Cam, you, was that you it's like cam's private yeah, account it's was just it your like, burner? like yeah i just got a burner account <laughs> yeah just like fuck this yeah. guy yeah. i'm not mad at you i kind of respect it more now now i know i would never use 50 for that's just my rule upbringing maybe i don't know man i respect hey i get it bro like i mean i just didn't obviously didn't exist in australia so i don't but i don't have that much of a passion for any australian macro beer in any yeah. shape or form but i think i've got like i don't know you can't see him i got a pair you know vb victoria bitter have you heard of that yeah yeah so i have shoes you can probably go that are vb and i got them for shits and giggles these aussie um aussie brand called volley dunlop volley so they got like you know vb uh <laughs> shoes those are awesome those it's, are so good and yeah, i got I the, love that i got the matching socks but i haven't worn them as you can tell they're like dead stuff this is <laughs> yeah, just for display yeah. yeah but i got it because it's hilarious to me so now i got socks and say like that was the beer that we were forced to drink if you went anyway because i didn't have anything good it's disgusting but I, I don't have the same level of passion for that. That's just uh, ironic. Whereas people who just love the bat fifty. That's so I gotta respect yeah, it. I gotta respect the passion. That's yeah. Weird. yeah, I love it. Um, anything else we want to throw in here before we wrap her on up? Yeah, I... one last thing actually. Yeah, yeah. one yeah. last thing. When you were looking for your house, did you look for a real estate like a real estate listing that had a basement that looked like a literal dream? Because your basin with like the pastel colors is what I imagine like the dream version of heaven looking like. There's oh, like wow. on the wall and everything's like pastel and brightly illuminated and like 
That was it. Was the top of the list. That was the, like, the key. It has to be. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care I get, about the height. It doesn't have to be a tall ceiling. I just needs to be bright. That's it. That's all that matters. Uh, it's actually it's, it's all lighting. Really that's it's, what's actually cool, and I love yeah, that you said that. Wide, it's literally the lighting. Um, this is like yeah. This is like a you can't tell you can't tell in the video, but it's like, it's like a bright blue. Okay, see 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 this. See how there's blue there? Yeah. Or behind here? Yeah. That's LED strips. It's that color. But yeah. for some reason, it doesn't come yeah. up. Like yeah. this matches; no. it all looks the same. But in the camera, it looks pink and purple. Yeah, which, which I is, love. Yeah, I love it. We forgot to turn yeah. the light off here, so it probably would make it a bit darker. Yeah, but I um, love it. I feel like a unicorn just gonna fly out from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It's I never super vibrant. Yeah, the pink is kind of. It is kind of like. true. It's like past, yeah, pastel. Like I, I definitely I like that. Yeah. This is, by the way, you are the. This is the first one. With the LED strips and the frames on the wall, we had the the BOS. This is the first one, so I'm honored. We had to hold it down for you, Cam. You know, I'm glad. I, I'm glad I said something then. It's it's, all, it's working. It's I'm glad. It's yeah. it's been something we wanted to do for a while, for and so like long, yeah. it's. I thought it would be bluer in the camera, but I guess it looks kind of light blue, and then the walls look pink. Yeah, it's so it's like kind of trippy. Purples, blues, whatever. Kinda, you know, even if it's not exactly yeah. you see it in person. This. Rough cut pine. I actually really I love your background. I feel like that's that's the brewery, yeah. Oh, this is that the no, brewery? This is my office. Okay. This is my office. Yeah, this is because I was like, I love your. Um, I love the pine. I thought it was like giving me like cool, like rustic, cottagey, rustic type, yeah, vibes. But just because I love the wood. Garage vibes? Because that's <laughs> no, it's definitely not doing that. So don't. You have some fantastic uh, garage Wi-Fi right there. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Normally, garage Wi-Fi is pretty garbage. Oh, you're actually using your garage properly then, too. Yeah, yeah. we don't have anything going on yet. In I like that. That's what we could do now because our garage has got the insulation, but it's not finished. It has no, it has no walls or anything. I like yet. that. It's just insulation. We'll have to talk to Cam's uh, rough pine guy. <laughs> we'll hook you up. We'll hook you up. I'm here for it. Man. Um, dude, this is awesome. Um, let's really just take the screenshot it, yeah. real quick. Yeah. And uh, we'll wrap her up, and then we could say goodbye. Off I would call. love to You're do these cans the in like art, like uh, I was actually thinking wall that. art or something. I feel like this, this, this could so be something dope. that could this be would be so up. gorgeous to have. You want to uh, grab the can? And we'll take the screenshot. There we go. Okay, everyone ready? There you go. Ready? Oh, that is stunning. Uh, Uncle Cam, where can everyone find Willabold online, my G? Uh, Drinkwillabold.com. Drinkwillabold on Instagram, Willabald Farm Distillery and Brewery on Facebook. Love it. And because we're slightly old, I don't have TikTok. So sorry. It's okay. He's slightly old. <laughs> I would I, I'd almost guarantee. I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I wouldn't like, really. TikTok you're not giving me old. That I just can't do. That's exactly how we felt for so long. It's but okay. it's just, you know. We own yeah. a social media agency we and we fronted on it until earlier this year. And we only did because our employee who's in her late 20s convinced us. So we did it and we just repost stuff from. We're just repurposing content. Technically, whatever you post on Instagram, that's you just video, put it on there. And it's not even anything we think about, but the tools to edit the videos are superior on TikTok. So you edit it there, post it there first, and then rip that and then put it on Instagram. That's what we do. Yeah. It's become the new thing. Right. We detested it. I couldn't even express yeah, how much we even. hated TikTok. And we even have it on a separate phone. It's not even on our Yeah, we phone. actually got it like because it's, it's the most intrusive app. It's literally ever on a made. burner phone, basically. We got a burner phone where we wiped it and it's like uh and we once again we own a yeah. social media agency. This yeah. is what we do for a living. So we just didn't want it to access any of our stuff. So we have the, the TikTok machine we call it. It's yeah. just our old iPhone. <laughs> and it's it's fine. So yeah. Bit of a okay, drink, drink a ball on TikTok. <laughs> there you go. See, let's there go. You go. We'll tag you on hey, this it'll one. It'll help you reach a new audience, right? You know, the kids, 
You don't so want the kids to so come about the through kids eventually, drinking. you know? So you got <laughs> to get the kids drinking early. Start plus, them early. Sure. Yeah, yeah 19 start plus. 17. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, sorry. We're not talking about 19 plus. We're from Montreal, so 18. So that's why. That's why. It's because of the Montreal There you go. All right. Right. But we do everything by the book here. Yeah, sorry, 19 at, plus at, in at Ontario. In that yeah. We're very serious about the law. <laughs> All right. Um, is your gin at LCBO, by the way? Oh, good question. Yeah, or, it is in oh, select LCBOs. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. No, I definitely want to check that out. So when you do, if if you do like a beer order, can people order the gin and stuff online too? They can order all of it. Look at that. Good all rollerball deliciousness can be delivered to your home. Look, Look at that, at guys. That. Get on it. Get the link up beer. Ask for it uh, at your favorite store if they're not stocking it. Get it online if you're anywhere in Ontario. If you're outside of Ontario, make a mate in Ontario and trade for that shit because it is worth it. Cam, thank you again for being a part of Link Up um, and for kicking the series off. It's uh, Once again, it's an honor. I really respect you and everything that you and Joe are doing at uh, Willow Boat. I love, love all the, the products. I've been grabbing them from Duran uh, because it's so easy to, to get. It's phenomenal. That anchovies IPA. Insane. Anchovies um, IPA. What well, didn't have anchovies? Oh, I was like, whoa! I that's knew it had it new. on the oh, label. Yeah. Okay, okay. I was like, all right. Yeah, okay. was, <laughs> I was down was to anchovies. try. I was curious. So right. there's an idea for the next <laughs> one. Shit. Um, hang on the line. We'll, we'll wrap it up offline. But uh, thank you again, Bert. Really appreciate it. Everybody, yeah. thank you so much for watching and listening. If you enjoyed the episode, smash the thumbs up, hit subscribe below, hit the notification bell, Ding. so you know when the new new drops. Follow us everywhere at BOS Podcast and at Link Up Beer. If you or anyone you know want to participate in Link Up, uh, make sure you go to linkupbeer.org. There's a form on the website. You can fill that out. The wonderful Danielle will give you a shout and uh, take it from there. We've had some great, uh, you know, we have the partnership with Cicerone continuing. We have the uh, diversity um, uh, God, job yeah. in post. Fuck, what's the net? What, what is it? It's like diversity job board. No. Well, we have the plug, the job we board. Have the plug, the job board. So yeah. anyone who's uh, any, and this is, I think you already know about this with the job board. If you got any jobs at all, let us know. We're gonna put it up there. Any brewery, basically anywhere. We're trying to expand now, obviously throughout Canada and move into the states slowly. But we want to keep the job board up to date with as many uh, jobs from diverse, so by POC friendly breweries who want to diversify their uh, workforce. Um, we have uh, Link Up Got Bars, so now we're in Taps. Yes, fuck, there's so much stuff. Uh, yeah, there's a lot going on. Uh, so now you can get, uh, well, specifically right now at Society Clubhouse uh, in downtown Toronto. Yes. So you can grab Link Up there and it'll be uh, dispersed through various restaurants. We're going to see if there's, if there's any bars or restaurants who are willing to do that. We have a Link Up tap where like a portion of the proceeds of each sale go back to Link Up. Right now, we did the pilot program this summer with Society Clubhouse. Definitely reach out to them, Cam, if you don't have a relationship because they're stocking all the Link Up stuff. So I think they'd be definitely down. They also they do both draft and um, cans and bottles. So they had the Ontario ones that they could get. I think Bellwoods was the only one they didn't get just because they moved it, it went too really quick. Fast, right? I don't yeah. think they did draft for it. But um, they had Lost Craft, they had Rorschach, and they had the Rorschach on draft and can. So they're mm. definitely down for that. If uh, so that would be worth reaching out because they're, they're very big supporters of what we're doing. Um, that is it, guys. We'll see you in the next Link Up episode. Get it in you. Bye.